Guided the tree of life I fell down on my knees At the foot of this mountain Cried out, Odin, what must I do? I want to climb up and see Want to learn from this tree That grows so clear in my view Saying, child, these are my rooms. Just start with Fehu and climb on upward between the etheric and host of the most awesome uh, autodidactic and uh, where they do just some really crazy work. They're doing all kinds of Antiquatech over there. Um, what some people would probably call Tesla tech uh, really just trying to figure out uh, where am I hearing that from? I think, I think the intro is still playing somehow, Jared. Oh, I can't hear anything. Interesting. Um, so, anyways, yes, Campbell's the host of Autodidactic. Uh, absolutely fascinating channel. Uh, some of the work that they're doing is just stellar. Just stellar. Uh, so many different experiments uh, that you really just need to do at home, trying to figure out how to free us from the energy uh, shackles that they've had us in for uh 
our memory anyways, but welcome, Campbell. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, we've been going down that path. We're actually doing a show Friday um, with Bernie where we're going to show how to make colloidal silver, and so we want to start doing um, practical shows and literally show people what components to go and get and then how to put it together and then and, and getting out there, yeah, with like, you know, water sort of devices and free energy and healing and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I think that's where we are at the moment. You know, we've spent sort of two, two and a half years, you know, getting all this information, but now we've got to do something with it, right? That's the important part, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. when you actually start implementing all these things, because you can learn everything in the world, but if you don't implement things, what's the point? Mm exactly what is the you point bet. i mean we can all sit here and make videos and talk all day but in the end it really should be about sort of i, I want to move more into sort of doing stuff and then showing what i've done you know because a lot of what i've been doing is you know speculative and everything and obviously you know i sort of look all over the realm so i haven't been able to travel much you know in the last couple of years but um yeah you know that's what i'm doing and then hopefully yeah well not hopefully but um soon moving out to the land as well sort of you know getting closer to your lifestyle getting off off grid and all that kind of stuff nice nice yeah. i just love hearing that i knew you were i knew you were working on it i i love hearing that it's been yeah, a hell yeah. of a week for us or a month actually for us off grid over here we're getting hammered with rain like you wouldn't believe there was actually a tornado a cyclone uh off the coast it's storming so bad and that just doesn't happen up here um weather's weird man something yeah something yeah coming. <laughs> yeah just horrifying so it's been it's been crazy i i actually had a culvert collapse and uh all the water it was i made me so mad because i went and i spent like three days digging this trench by hand yeah. and in front of my milking barn and then this culvert up above collapses and this literal river went shooting right into my cow into my milking barn like oh, just flowing like my milking barn was the middle of the path. <laughs> no, no way. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, yeah, I woke yeah. up that morning wanting to cry. I was like, no, you kidding uh, me? I can imagine. And, and that's, you know, I mean, and you're on high ground too, so you're probably lucky. Where I'm moving to, they actually had floods um, sort of six or eight months ago, 20 metres, and it took out about, five or six towns yep yep i live up on the higher mountains yeah here's my farm here here's that river wow. just cutting right through my damn oh my road, god my right shed. through the middle literally yeah <laughs> yeah like like <laughs> i aimed it at my milking shed right oh i was mad <laughs> just need to install a water wheel in there mate Free energy. yep <laughs> yep start pulling some power off that deal <laughs> yeah. just work with it <laughs> yeah, yeah. So life's been um, pretty pretty crazy off grid over here. <laughs> it teaches yeah. you some lessons. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think we're going to see more a lot more of this weird weather. So it's, you know, we're gonna we have to learn to be more adaptable, right? This is, you know, I think we're, they spend all their time and effort making us not adaptable, right? They they get us yeah. focused on just just learn this thing. Just just tell people how to do their taxes and don't worry about knowing how to feed yourself. No, no, no. Just do that and. And, um, and everyone's sort of realizing now that, you know, they don't have the skills, you know, so everyone wants to get off grid, but it's like, oh crap, I've got to skill up first. 
And now, and yeah. now we're at the point where, you know, kids coming out of school literally can't cook meals and things. Half of them don't even realise that chips are potatoes and, you know, just basic stuff. It's so weird, isn't it? It's just. It, it really is. And, and honestly, I think it's even uh, probably almost anybody 35 and under doesn't know how to cook anything that doesn't just come out of a can or a bag, mm. you know. Yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> even me, when I left home, I didn't know how to cook that much, you know, maybe cheese on toast. Um, but then when I went vegetarian, I had to I had to teach myself, right? So that I, you know, luckily sort of learned that. But um, yeah, that's the thing. If you're in the sort of normal, you know, what do they call it? The bad diet, the basic American or basic Australian diet, the bad diet. Um, then it's just, you know, God, you'll take anything, right? All this pre-processed and packaged. And what got me is when when I went to the shop, like God, five, ten years ago now. And you get a cucumber and it's literally like vacuum sealed in plastic. And it's yeah. like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. What? Make, making sure that we're scared of every little thing, which again, doesn't bode well for off grid because uh, you can't keep a sterile environment. That just doesn't mm -hmm. happen. Um, I at well, best, you know, uh, can sterilize tiny little areas. Like when I'm making my uh, different things, I can sterilize the inside of a carboy. But after that, yeah, good luck. But that's the thing. We don't want that anyway, do we? That That's no. that's what's making people sick is all this, you know, sterilization and washing everything and cleaning everything. And, you know, kids used to go out and play in the dirt and eat it, you know. And, you know, it, it was good for them, basically. I mean, dirt's full of minerals, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Hmm. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't hurt you at all. And then uh, you get out onto a farm, you even bear in mind, like the other day I picked up something, I loaded it in the truck and I looked down and on the farm, at least half of that shit. But I was like, no, that that's all shit. Like that is just a <laughs> pile of poop on my leg. And yeah, you brush it off, keep going. <laughs> it's, it's, what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I just, yeah. Like I said, I was on the farm because I actually did an event the day that you had your flat, flat toba. Um, I was in Queensland doing an event and then I went and stayed on a farm for sort of 10 days or so. And it's just so nice. I mean, it's even just being able to look out and not see walls and fences, mm -hmm. you know, because I was there for sort of 10 days and then, and before that we were traveling around a lot. So it was just, you know, open spaces and I got back to Perth and into a, you know, a house and a room and I was just like, Oh my God, I've got to get out of here. I was going stir crazy. And that's, I think, the thing we're taught, you know, it holds you in, right? Like, literally, there's boundaries everywhere and you're in a room. It's a square box. And I think yeah. that's, we've literally got to get out of the box, right? Like, all this, everything that about society or about, you know, the system and cities and all this, urban living, it's just a bigger box, right? It's just boxes on boxes. So it's time to burn the lot, I think, and just walk sideways. And, and it, it, It's very interesting because... Uh... You start, uh, and this this will be a good segue into the uh, AI uh, art. Yes. Um, but you look at old pictures and uh, actual old pictures, and uh, which is getting hard to hard to determine anymore. But you know, <laughs> we all have family pictures that we know are you know legitimate things, and you see these pictures of uh, people in the seventeen and eighteen hundreds, 
And like where I'm from, I'm from uh, uh, South Dakota. So yeah. I don't know if the, there's anywhere comparable to that in uh, Australia, but we're basically the frozen tundra, uh, yeah. you know, um, and you see pictures of people that were living. And I mean, it's negative, te- negative temperatures consistently in the winter. And they just have these crappy little shack houses. Um, you can see there's no insulation. The front door's barely on there. The windows aren't in. How, how, and, and their wood pile is like a quarter of what mine is. Like, you know, the, the amount of cords of wood that I believe I go through way more wood with a more insulated home with tighter fitting windows and all that jazz. than these people were in the 1700s when you're sitting in negative temperatures. I mean, wow. Hmm. I mean, this is the thing is, I mean, clearly they were a lot tougher than, than, than we are today, right? Clearly. But I mean, this whole thing about the weather and the cold and when did it all, all come in? Because we, in Australia, we get, you know, we're the opposite. We're hot. We're really hot. Right. In, in summer, like ridiculous, you know, like we get the 40 plus Celsius. But you look at the old photos and everyone's walking around in three-piece suits with hats on and the women have got these massive dresses on. Yep. And, you know, clearly they're nice sunny days and that. And in Australia, you would just you would just melt. And um, so, so this is the thing, you know, the, the history and, and even just looking at the real photos, it's, it's still hard to determine how to put them in chronological order because as far as dates, you know, all we can go off is, is a few numbers that someone has written there. We actually mm-hmm. don't know if the dates are real. You know, so I, I've often asked the question, you know, did this stuff, all these photos, are they actually from a lot further back than we're told when, you know, conditions were different maybe? So, and, and then, of course, we've, we've come across the um, the whole AI thing lately, which is really starting to muddy the waters. So, um, and, and I mean, that's, you know, you've got to wonder, is that by design, you know? We're pulling up all this old stuff and putting it out there. Is, is this whole sort of AI, you know, pictures and that and, and literally some of them are being put out as this is a factual historical photo um you know is that to discredit us right so that people start looking into this and they're like yeah 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 look what i found and they show all their friends and their friends call them idiots because they go it's an ai photo you know so because there's a lot of weird stuff going on lately ben like like in the in our little community there's lots of you know Lots of fighting, lots of I'm right, you're wrong, lots of you have to do this, I, you know. Um, so I think we're all sort of coming under, not attack, I think we're all being tested. Right. right. Being, mm. Yeah, it just generally seems to have caused a general confusion. And, and we already had a, a generally confusing reality <laughs> before. And... <laughs> Honestly, for me, one of the reasons that I do so much lab work and focus on that so much is long before this, I was already of the opinion that uh, there is no getting a grasp on history. None. Uh, There's no way to actually riddle that out. Um, And now you look at these things. uh, This was such an excellent story because the other night on spiders, well, myself and a bunch of other people had seen this uh, thing. So I brought it up on spiders uh, and it was supposedly a 1920s version of uh, uh, burning man. And 
these things were very elaborate. Uh, you know, I'm not uh, super techy about things. Um, so I don't, you know, I don't get into all the computer stuff. So I'm not the first one to catch all them little glitchy things. But then on the side, he had little stories to go uh, to go with everything where like the one guy was a character and he he got arrested and he had a list of different charges and the other people from his cult went into hiding and all this. And uh, like you're saying, this is just muddy and everything in a very already confused area. And at some point, because we don't really understand history at all or really know it, you can just no. piecemeal start making things up and provide fairly decent evidence. And they're just, as they're playing along and setting up the infrastructure right now, imagine in two years, like yeah. how, how accurate these pictures are going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Once you make one, you can then work on those and get them more and more and more, you know, detailed and more the way you want them. And, and the other thing that's come out, you know, just literally just a couple of weeks ago is this new AI site. Um, I forgot what it's called, APG, I think. And But it's text, so you can ask it questions. So you could literally go in and say, write me a description of a man on an Antarctic expedition in 1880. And and and, and they so and then they make the picture. And, and literally you can put the picture with the text and like right. I say, put it out, and it looks like this this sort of valid story that comes from somewhere, but it's just some someone trying to get you know. And and I guess the other thing is, you know, we've got these, you know, obviously there's shills out there, people planning, you know, on purpose putting out the wrong information. But then you've also got people who just want to make money, right? Everyone's lost their businesses and yep. their jobs, and they're like YouTube, well, I can, make, and they don't really care. They're like, oh well, it's just entertainment. I will put out all this AI crap. And, you know, they may or may not, you know, realize what they're doing, but it, all it does is just, yeah, flood the whole system with all this extra crap. And then on top of that, YouTube will probably promote those videos above ours, right? So. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. And if all you're trying to do is, is be, is make a sensation then, and you don't care about honesty and truth at all. Mm. Um then really what you're just trying to get is views. And so you're going to make it as sensational as possible and try and get it to go viral. And that's going to be your only objective all the time. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And there, there's a channel that was putting out a lot of AI photos and, and putting them with descriptions saying they're real. And um, he did an interview and he said that was, that was it. He just wanted the views, you know, and um, he's sort of um, gone back and sort of, um, realized what he was doing because you know people got him one had a big chat but but this is the thing he didn't really see it as as anything he didn't yeah just he didn't see that he was putting out false information he was just excited because his channel was growing and he was getting views right and, and 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 that can go on for six months before you stop and go oh hang on what am i doing and by then you've got you know a million people have seen your stuff and it's yeah and, and this is, you know it's just it's a part of the bigger picture of, of the realm at the moment isn't it like everything like everything that we used to um hold as as real i guess or as some kind of basis of reality it's just getting muddied right and thrown around and twisted and you know men aren't women <laughs> men are women and they can have babies and all this kind of stuff and i'm in um, california it's the capital of that nonsense i can imagine right <laughs> yeah it's good to be obese now it's that makes you fit apparently 
Um, it's, it's just craziness, right? It, like everything is, it's not being turned upside down. It's being thrown into a whirlwind almost. And it's mm-hmm. just like, ah. um, but again, I think that's by design and, and the, you know, we can focus on that and get caught up and, and we see what happens to people who get caught up in it, right? They lose their minds. Um, or we can choose to sort of go, well, that's a reality they're trying to imprint, but I'm going that way. And I think that's the choice at the moment. You know, like I said before, we're all sort of being tested, right? Um, and, of course, it's the, the dark side is always saying, come and join us. There's more of us. Come on, join the group. Be part of the collective. Woohoo! Yeah. And then you realize the collective is the Borg, so... It's horrifying, horrifying. So, uh, yeah, this is just absolutely disturbing all around. And just like you said, it, it doesn't even have to be devious like that story that you just gave, where he's mm. not necessarily, you know, sitting there like, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to fool everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's uh, he's literally just doing what he thinks is cool. And uh, as it was getting more catchy, why not, you know, keep yeah. on with it? I, yeah. I honestly think that that happens more often than what our community wants to give credit for, that a lot mm. of these people aren't really putting the type of thought into it that we are. Mm. Well, I mean, it is. And, you know, like I said, you know, especially after the last two years with what's happened with work and business, it is an income, um, but but there's also a lot of people, you know, anyone can start a YouTube account or a TikTok account or whatever they want, right, um, and just put, so so we, we definitely have people who sort of see a few videos, get all excited and go and start putting stuff out. Um, and, I mean, the thing is we're never going to, we're never going to be able to control that. We're never going to stop that. And so the way I look at it, because, you know, with what's been going on, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, we need to talk about this. We need to get out there. We need to do this. And oh, we need to let people know what's going on. But I'm I'm always like, well, you know, my channel's called Autodidactic, right? Mm-hmm. You need to be self-educated. You, you've got to take the, the, the responsibility back on yourself. You can't sit there and go, but, but, but they put up this video. Well, if you're watching the video, you've got the internet. You, you can actually do a bit of research before you go out and start promoting things as truth. Yeah. Um, and, and just take responsibility because, like I said, we're never going to change the outside world. We're never going to stop it. So complaining and yelling at the world is just going to get you, you know, it's just going to sink you down in the ground basically because you're giving your power away. But yeah. if you take it back and go, well, okay, this might, you know, just take a bit of time, you know, don't get so caught up in things. Don't, you know, get rid of the guru complex, you know. This person said this, so it must be true, you know. Um, and yeah, just get back to being self-educated is, is, you know, that's my main message really. You know, I show all this stuff on history and that, but the real, what's behind it, I just want people to ask, ask questions, ask different questions. Wow. Yep. Could that be true? Could history be a lie? And then from there, they're off, right? They can do their own thing. It's not, it's oh, not exactly. about me telling people. Cause like you said, we don't, we're never going to know what history is. We're never going to, we're never going to find a library that says, Earth started here, and this happened, and do do do, and you're here. Here's the whole story. When it's it's not going to happen. So the main point of this whole exercise is to show people what you're being told is not correct. So go and do some research, and and at least don't, because that means everything else is not correct, right? If they're telling us history, yeah. if if they're lying to us about history and who we are and where we came from, well, you can pretty much extrapolate that everything they're telling us is BS, right? 
Um, and then once you work that out, then you can leave the system. And that's that's really what this is all about. Yeah, once you stop looking at them as these all-knowing overlords, then uh, then you can start relying on you again and what you see. The the fact is, is they've taught us not to uh, rely hmm. on our own observations. Like, yeah. you know, we're fools. They're not. They can tell us what we're looking at. It, yeah. It's absolutely insane. Look at my chalkboard with this big equation on it. God, don't you understand? Yeah. Relying yep. on your eyes, you silly human. <laughs> so in between when I seen you uh, or when you were on last time, uh, I went out with uh, Don Unaki Dan and uh, Homie Romy from Rising from the Ashes. And uh, they're very interested in uh, Tartaria type stuff. Yeah. And so uh, we went down to San Francisco and did a tour of San Francisco. Uh, now, I can't say, well, I absolutely already know that the uh, Art Palace in San Francisco has been uh, damaged severely and had to be rebuilt uh, one time. Yeah. So, uh, but when we went down there, I, I honestly, from my opinion on this, kind of think those might be a, a bit of a red herring and something where they were actually selling us on the crap tech that we use now. Because hmm. if you look, like a lot of these things were rolled out that we're living on now, the systems we're living on now were rolled out into that. Yeah. And when I uh, when I look at when I was down there and even though it's been rebuilt, they rebuilt it basically the same. So all these pieces, while from the highway, it looks absolutely stunning when you get up close and you're actually looking at it. They were built like Legos. So while the thing might while this building may have appeared in a matter of weeks or whatever, it took them months and months of preforming these pieces. Yeah. You know, they had it all set up like Legos. And it, when they trucked it in, it just went pop, 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 pop. And they popped it together. Mm. Um, these things were basic garden statuary level art. Uh, not even good. Like, I mean, I've seen better things at Home Depot. Uh, <laughs> there was no detail to any of the statues. Uh, nothing. Um they were just the general shape and very large. So I almost feel like those, and I'd like to go see some more of these, obviously I can't make a judgment based off of just one. Um, I'd like to go see some more of these. And for me, this doesn't necessarily say that there wasn't different technology used before that at all. I think, but what I think happened is, is rather than these world fairs being this, shining example of old technology i actually think that it was rolling out the technology we live on today yeah yeah um yeah no i'd agree with that it's i think the the, the very first kind of world's fairs we see and the ones that are really lit up look like they were they still have at least the, the power supply right and the lights and all this kind of stuff but you know then we get this story of yeah they all got ripped down but then we we have buildings that are still here you know, that, that were made from plasterboard, but they're still standing, you know, 150 years later. Yeah. But I think they, they literally, I mean, because if, if you look at China, China's literally got um, copycat cities. It's got like a little France, a little, um, it's got a like a village from Poland in there. 
and oh. literally, yeah, yeah, they look exactly the same. And so I think, you know, this is what they, like you said, that they just, anything that was working with tech, they couldn't allow to stay, right? So they have to at least strip it out or they have to take it down and put up a, a replacement that looks the same but doesn't work. And I think yeah. that went up a lot. Uh, and, you know, with the statues, you know, I mean, we've seen there's still a few of the statues around, like, the, you know, the, the fishing net and these impossible statues. Right. You know, you've got to get rid of those or people start asking questions, right? <laughs> you've got to make them a bit crappy. Um, so I think that's sort of what went on is is they kind of lowered the tech and they had to kind of lower the the image of, of the tech that we were using um, at that point because this is all around, you know, 1850s to 1900. That's when everything happened, right? All the world's fairs, all the orphan right. children, all the populations got dispersed, you know, the gold rushes, um, all this kind of stuff. I saw a video Paul Cook was talking about um, the land giveaways that they had um remember that tom cruise did a movie based on oh yeah yeah and uh, they all had to rate or, or yeah far and away yeah. and they have to go off and, and they have to run out and get, get their land yeah yeah and i mean what a perfect way to shift populations around right yeah you just say hey there's free land run out there and everyone just goes out there same with the gold rushes so they're shifting all these populations around constantly and and we're just not aware of it it's because no one knows, you know, you go and ask someone to name their great great grandfather, no one. So we don't we don't know where we came from. We're basically it looks like we're all the products of orphans, right? So right. so they kind of whatever happened, a war or a natural event or something, but the the old world civilization population clearly got decimated. Someone you know took over. Other ones still in control, and then they just reintroduced a population, re-educated them took out all the tech that they weren't allowed to have. And they, of course, put that all into their inventory. And then when they wanted to release it and they could make money, they, they got an inventor, right? Right. <laughs> just coming from the inventory and they release it. Um, so I think this is, it. you know, it's a dumbing down, right? Like we're not just dumbed down as far as the information we're given. We're dumbed down as far as the tech we can use. You know, I mean, look at our food, our water, everything, right? It's all just low, 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 low vibration as possible. So, yeah, I, I think that's what they were killing, right? The frequency, the vibration, the, the high vibes. And, um, yeah, and we kind of bought into it, but time to wake up. And I, I know a lot of people want to poo-poo on that kind of thing. But honestly, like we were talking about at the beginning, people don't even know how to cook. Mm. They they have managed to dumb us down to the point where people cannot cook food. The most basic thing that you need to do for survival, like yeah. like peeing, yeah. pooping, that kind of goes on its own. You don't really need to think about that one. But cooking, that one you need to do. Yeah, I mean, you go to like a a, a tribe, you know, like you know, people still living on the land in, in traditional ways. You could get you could get a seven year old kid. And take them out, drop them in the bush, and they'd be fine. They'd feed themselves, they they and they'd get themselves back to their village, no problem. If you did that to one of our children from Western society, I mean, we've seen what happens, right? When yeah. a kid goes missing for an hour or two, oh, you've got to get the state garden and the police and <laughs> you know all this stuff because they can't look after themselves. They they just got no skills. So it's you know we've. 
and you know, it's, we, we, we were all taught this way as well. But, you know, <coughs> I think we've got to take responsibility at least to the point to say, well, we need to fix it, right? We need to change it. You know, blame doesn't help, but clearly we, we've made the wrong decisions and we've ended up in a place we don't want to be. So we just, it's up to us to change that, right? No one else is going to do it. Absolutely. If you want a different reality, you need to make that happen. If you want to see flowers in, you know, you need to plant flowers. Plant flowers. <laughs> it's, exactly. a, it's a pretty simple deal. Mm, it is. And, and it all starts with questioning, right? Like a different thought. You get a different thought, you'll do a different action. You do a different action, you get a different result. And yeah. off you go. You're doing it. That, and that's, that's as simple as it is. And people have to overcomplicate all this stuff and and you know people think they need to be an expert you know like oh, i want to move off grid but first i need to be an expert in permaculture and construction and free energy and no you don't just get out there and learn as you go work yeah. it out you know and that's the best way to do it just get out because you can do it and we know right academics they're everywhere like engineers right they do their five six years at uni and they come out and they design these things and that they're not workable because these dudes have never got their hands on anything. They don't yep. understand. And you'll get a mechanic going, you're an idiot. What do you mean? This doesn't work. And they're like, oh, but my, my equation. Um, and, and so this is the thing. You can have all the information. It's like we said before, right? You can have all the information in the world, but until you use it, it doesn't mean anything. Yep. Yep. And even when you do, it's one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. The way people still, even though they work out in the field and when a kid comes out of school, they're like, did they just teach you all the wrong things on purpose? Like, you know, you're like everybody that comes out of these schools are is absolute idiots. But then, uh, oops. Oh, <laughs> are we still then uh, at the same time, and, and we're aware of that. And then at the same time, um, they want you to also have that degree, have that piece of paper. Everybody, that's their first go-to is, oh, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to go get this certificate. I'm going to go become a guru in a weekend. I'm going to become a massage therapist in, in two months, you know, yeah. all, all this nonsense. And we know it doesn't work, but we still just keep going to it. it it's the literal definition of insanity. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it is doing the same thing, expecting a different result. And, and that's why we end up with, you know, we don't, you know, all these so-called professionals, they don't know their professions. They don't know what they're yep. doing. It's like you said, you can do a three-month course and then go out and, and be a masseuse, a masseuse or whatever. But mm. in reality, you know, if you put that masseuse and took them back to, you know, China in the 1600s, like, <laughs> you know, there's no way that anyone would let them touch them. Because they don't have the skills. So, and, and this is part of it, you know, like we think we know stuff, but we don't. We're only being given like little tidbits and and we're being taught, oh, you're so smart. And, you know, that's why they give all these awards away. And oh, I've got a PhD and I've got this. And it doesn't really mean much unless you can yeah. do something with it. And what they've done is, you know, like if you say I'm a jack of all trades, that that's like looked on as a bad thing now, which is crazy, right? Oh, I yep. can do a bit of everything. Oh, you're an idiot. What? But and then they want everyone to specialize, right? And hyper focus and specialize, you know. And I'm just a doctor, and then I'll make money and I'll pay everyone else to live my life, to make my food, to yep. wash my clothes, to whatever. 
And that's, you know, okay, it's all fun and games until, you know, the system collapses or the people running it aren't on your side, which yes. I think we've all worked out is, is what's going on. A hundred percent. Honestly, the first big signs are starting to show up over here in America. I don't know about over there, but where you're seeing, uh, you know, I'm sure you're on social media and you're seeing all the posts about the price of eggs. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, you know, and these these people don't realize, well, just last year, these large farms uh, massacred their birds because yeah. they were paid uh, government funds uh, to kill their birds because of avian, you know, the bird flu. Yeah. And so the now what this does is create a kink in the supply chain. And it, that doesn't show up immediately because these eggs are stored for a long time. Like the eggs that you're getting out of the store, the cheap ones, not the, because I think eggs didn't really get more expensive. The only available eggs now are the, the expensive eggs, mm. the yeah. small farms who didn't kill their birds. And so, you know, they've got to get these birds back up to laying egg or age and get the supply filled up. And it turns out just like when I was in the army, uh, when you are marching in line in the army, when there's, when the, up toward the front, if there's a guy lets a gap happen for whatever reason, it's not a, say he, he had, he had a three foot gap that he quick made up and caught up. Well, then the guy behind him has about the same gap. But by the time you get to the end of that fucking line, that last guy is running like blocks yeah. to try and make up that gap. And yeah, so yeah. the same thing happens in the supply chain is where, where that little gap happened up here by the time it reaches us. And that's what's happening now is it start just now reaching us. That gap is big and it's a mm. problem. And the mm. same thing's happening with dairy. Uh, obviously, I, I live on a farm and I listen to, you know, country. And so I listen to the farm reports and things like that. And government cheese and uh, cheese and butter in, in the United States, uh, they're down 35 percent. The government holds giant uh, amounts of dairy uh, in reserve and they're down. Their dairy reserves are down 35 percent. Wow. <coughs> it's, it's just crazy, isn't it? Like because, yeah, I saw the price of eggs. I think I saw someone showing I think it was 12 bucks for 12. For <laughs> But um, you can literally buy a chicken for that price, right? Hundred percent, a full so grown chicken, fifteen yeah. bucks. Yeah, so go buy some chickens, and and this is, and, and we've seen over the last decade, really, um, they've gone in all the councils, right? No, you can't have chickens, you can't yep. um, grow your own food, you can't have this, you can't have that, and 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 they've done, and and now look what's going on. So if you think this isn't you know planned, right? Um, <laughs> look around. But, but, but the mean, option's there. Just get out and get your own chickens. But I mean, was this a top-down plan? Or was this... Because this is super interesting. Because it's not like the federal government's like, no, nah, you can't have chickens in your yard. That's very directly a city ordinance. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's these city councils with these ultra-rich people, which could be replaced very easily we're not talking about a federal election where you you know your vote or the 50 people you get to sway or whatever you're not really making a difference i mean that's part mm. of the whole deal with making it that big is is knowing that none of us have any personal control in it whatsoever or say so 
but mm. your your city councils where you have these small cities and uh, people just let these really horrifying people be the city councils. Um, actually, Northern California, there's a city called Redding that was regularly posted all over social media because they got rid. They tried to charge their whole city council. Uh, they fired them. They went nice. in. Redding was one of the only cities in California. They didn't do mass mandates. None of it. They're like, no, nice. not doing any of this. Awesome. And it, other people don't do that, even on the level of city council. Yeah. Well, the problem, you know, with councils, and you get this in like the um, what do they call like the housing councils, where if you live, they get these little councils to yeah, the homeowners association. Homeowners, yeah. So the people who 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 join those and want to be in positions of power. Are these small, tiny, egotistical, small brain little people who want to sit up there and tell people what to do because they have yeah. no life of their own? And 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 the people with lives are out there living their life. And so we've kind of haven't noticed all these things, you know, it's like, oh God, another, you know, and you just really try and live your life. But so what's happened is we've got the exact wrong people in these councils, right? That the ones that want to tell people uh, there's a saying, I think it was Billy Connolly, he said. The want to be a politician should um, forever um, stop you from being one, basically. Right. You are yeah. no longer qualified because yeah, you're, you're not no qualified. Position. Yeah. And it's the thing with leaders is the worst leader is a leader who wants to be a leader because that's just someone who wants to tell someone what to do. The best leaders are when the community say, we want you to take this job and, and give us a bit of guidance for a year or two, you know, can you get, you know, that, that's what we need to get back to, which is what it's, you know, they sort of tell us that's what it is, right? Oh, you go and vote, <laughs> right? Like, like voting ha ha means anything. I think we've worked that one out, but um, yeah, cause we had a town, um, Yapoon in Australia and the same thing. It was the only council where everyone just got up and went, no, nah, this is crap. We're not doing it. We're not, no mandates, nothing, nothing. And and the council had to back down and they had nothing. They went through the whole two and a half years living their lives normally, right? And um, yeah. so, so we can do this. And, of course, we don't hear anything about this, right? They're not going to, you know, this is the last thing you'll hear in the media because they don't want you to know that you can do it. But we just need to take over at a grassroots level. Yeah. And, and then you, you really, you, you can make the rules then, you know, and then you can, because the, the federal governments can't step in and, and tell you what, to, and, and I mean, the truth is with the whole legality, right? The third, I don't know, in America, but in Australia, councils aren't even legal. They're not even right. part of the legal structure. So it's, it's <laughs> this big thing. If you, if the, if the, um, if, if the federal government try and take down a council, the problem with that is if it goes to court, they're going to expose themselves, right? Yeah. As, as as being not legitimate, and then 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 bigger questions get asked, and it all starts to crumble down. So, so that, I think that's the way to do it. Grassroots, get in there and take over your councils, people. Kick out the idiots, take mm. over them, and make your own rules, or, or get rid of the rules. Is more like it, right? Um, give more more freedom back to people, and you know, because I mean, telling people they can't have children, what what what's that got to do with anything? It's literally saying you can't feed your family and people are like, oh, okay, um, who do I pay my rates to? Well, it's, it's a very weird thing because you can find all kinds of paraphernalia from the 50s where the government, you know, the, the post-war where we had victory gardens 
and uh, everybody, every good American should keep two chickens in their yard, you know, yeah. feed your family. You know, that was the push even yeah. uh like i said they just having a garden in your yard was called a victory garden like that was something like celebrated and special and this mm. is this was not very long ago uh mm. to uh have decided that we can go from that to now it's illegal to have a chicken in your yard um it's crazy it's absolutely insane in in World War Two and World War One um if if you had a certain amount of land you had to grow a certain amount of hemp and, and, and a certain amount of that had to go to the government. And that's what they were making all their flags and, and you know, army uniforms and stuff out of. And you so bet. it's fine when, it, when it's, you know, when we're propping up them and their wars and that, yeah, fine, you know, yeah, you can you can do it, you can grow up. But when, when it's about you looking after yourself and your family, oh, no, sorry. And that's what people have got to realise. Everything they do is, it, it's, they don't give, a, you know, we, we've heard it so many times, but they don't like us, they hate us. They want us dead, guys. It's not like it's not this group of random people who have got to power and they all just happen to be psychopaths. Guys, we know these are all groups of people. This is, you know, um, a plan, right? A formulated plan. And and it's only worked because we're not psychopaths. We don't spend our lives looking at other yeah. people trying to tell them what to do. We're out there living our lives. And we've sort of gone, oh, crap, this is always going on in the background. Um but now, now that we know it's here, it's, now we can change it, and that's it. And, and these, these, you know, deletes—they're—they're they're scared. They can see what's coming. They're, they're trying to prop themselves up. Their only thing they got left now is the mainstream media, pretty much. Movies have gone. You know, television. I don't know if they're even making television shows anymore. No one buys magazines or reads newspapers. So, and and, and pop music. You know, it's all—it's all gone. So they've lost their their hold and their and their proper their propaganda machines and yeah so so yeah I mean you know they, they want to tell us that that we're losing and that everything's really bad and you've got to oh you know it's going to be a big economic collapse and everyone's going to starve and I, well no no <laughs> if you believe that you'll probably create it um, yeah but, but there's always another option we we can always make a different decision. Well, it's super interesting if a person just puts a logical mind to it. Um, one of the big shocking things when uh, the Nielsen ratings came out, you know, that uh, Joe Rogan was so far above and beyond, you know, you had to add up like the next 10 people to even touch his numbers. Mm. Now, what they left out of that, though, was while most people aren't near as obviously as big as Joe Rogan, it's not that odd to find a, a podcast that regularly has numbers that are much larger than any of these mainstream television shows, including the very top shows. So yeah. while they set Joe Rogan out as like basically almost like this shining star, he's really not. Um, the, the television world has died completely. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Joe Rogan, I mean, he's popular and he's a name, so they use him. And he yeah. he tends to be someone who'll, I mean, there's heaps of them, but he's he's popular and he'll speak his mind. He'll ask, you know, the questions that I don't want people to ask. So they can put him up and say, look, this is this is the evil, you know, right-wingers or whatever. Um, but, yeah, there's a guy called Salty Cracker. I don't know if you've heard of him. He does live streams and he, he gets like 60,000, 70,000 people watching his live streams. You know, CNN don't get those numbers. You know, yeah. there's there's channels out there that'll do a million views in a week, 
and literally they're getting four or five times the amount that any of these, you know, news agencies get. And then on top of that, like agencies like CNN, they do things like they go to airports and they go, hey, we'll, we'll you know, stream CNN on all of your TVs for free. Yep. And the airport goes, yay. And then they put that down. They go, oh, well, 10,000 people a day in the airport, 10,000 viewers. And this, so all their, all their stats are fake anyway. Absolutely. Yeah, when, uh, uh, what was it, MSNBC or was it CNN tried to come out with a, a streaming platform and nobody signed up? Everybody's <laughs> yeah. like, no, <laughs> we are not watching this crap. Yeah, yeah, now we're going to pay to watch the crap that we, we don't want to watch when we're sitting in airports and things that come on. But Absolutely. Is, so I think, I mean, I don't know, like, are they that delusional that they, because that cost them a couple hundred million dollars and the same with Facebook. Um, Facebook Meta um, apparently sunk two billion or something that he lost. So it's like they think we're more programmed than we are. It's like they think, yeah, we'll put this out, and they're gonna, you know, everyone will come and subscribe. Or everyone's gonna go onto Meta. Yeah, let's do it. Put all this money in, but then no one cares. No one's interested. And they're losing all this money. So I think, and, and I've thought this since you know that this whole you know thing started is something happened right and uh, and it's probably you know whether you love him or hate him or whatever it's probably got to do with the whole trump thing is i think they had to i think they had to start early you know and so they weren't quite prepared and they and and things started moving they're like crap well let's got to jump in here but but the population weren't as programmed as they thought or wanted yeah, them to be yeah. so it's all starting to crumble it's all falling apart yeah no yeah. i i i agree I, I felt like Trump was a test a little bit. I feel like they've, uh, it seems to me like they want the country at, you know, at least the United States to move into a right wing, you know, jackboot fascist, you know, system, but they got to get the people to want to do that. And yeah. so it seemed to me like Trump was a test and like, you know, they had the whole proud boys and all that other nonsense yeah, come out. Yeah, right. Um, and the country, while it got a little excited, it didn't back it near what they need in order to put on them jackboots. So yeah. I feel like then they had to back off it, put in uh, Biden, and Biden and the liberals are making such a complete shit show of it that by the time that they get done, people are going to be seething to have uh, a very right-wing, very religious, uh, structured... Uh, yeah. Type system. Yeah, I, I definitely think what that that that's coming. Um, you know, it's been pushed so far to the left. Is that what it is? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. politics to the left, with all this, you know, craziness and you know the trans ams running around and all that kind of stuff. That it's going to flip back because clearly that's such a small percentage of the population, and everyone else is like you so said, they're just getting more and more annoyed and pissed off, and they're they're seeing what's happening in the schools and with their kids and. Yeah. all this stuff and it's going to flip yeah and i think it'll be like you know purit puritan is what it's called puritan like yeah basically, very puritan very yeah. there's going to be an ethnic cleansing type situation where they're going to go yeah. through they're going to attack well, people well this um, is the thing I, I wouldn't like to be to be yeah, one of these you know people walking down the street who don't know what gender they are and are dressed up as god knows what in a dog or something you know, in, in a couple of years, because they, I think, yeah, I think they will be hunted down. And 
and this is the thing, and this is nothing against anyone's, you know, sexual preference or whatever. You can do what you want in your own bedroom. Just don't go and push it on anyone. You don't right. have the right to do, to do that ever, right? It's not, it's not like, and, and this is the thing, right? We never get heterosexual parades, right, where heterosexuals run down the road half naked trying to root each other. It doesn't exist. It never has. Yeah. And so it's it's not, the, the problem is the pushing of it and the getting it out there and the, you know, getting into libraries and reading books to kids and all this kind of stuff. Um, That's you know, that, that does have insanity. to stop. But mm, but when you look at these people, they they do tend to take on the look of, I mean, just more demonic type entities. You know, we're starting to see this thing with, you know, I don't know, facial tattoos. I'm just like, what? You know, I mean, um, you know, I like Tom McDonald and everything, but it's just, it's that look, isn't it? It's that look in this in this sort of prison tat look and this mm-hmm. um, the hair, you know, all this weird hair and and the makeup where they put black and they look like they've been beaten up and stuff. You know, this is what these people look like. They yeah. don't look like happy, healthy humans. And 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 so they're clearly from that side. And I think that yeah, when it goes Puritan, they're gonna be looked on as that. Uh-huh. And um I wouldn't like to be oh yeah, on that side of the fence. No, and, and I honestly don't even want, I don't want to be on the Puritan side either because as, no, we, know, no. as no. we know, we don't know how to do things reasonable around this motherfucker. Like, that is <laughs> not the way we do things here. Like, so when mm. when it goes and flips the other way, because that's what they're setting up. They're not setting up the gradual, you know, uh, ebb and flow. They're setting no. up where it's ebb so hard that when it fl- comes back, it's going to snap. Um, yeah. the, they aren't going to be reasonable and go, well, let's go ahead and go after the groups that were pushing to be in the libraries with the children. You know, the people who are just keeping to themselves and not bothering anybody, those ones are going to get harmed too. They're going to go after those ones too, and they're going to make laws that should never be made you know, yep. because we can't be reasonable about anything. We can't mm. just have some sense. Uh, so uh, th- it's going to get really, really ugly, I think. And I think mm. that this is something that they said, like I said, and, and to me, I was watching it and I'm like, it seemed like Trump was a test. And we know that yeah. the Proud Boys, we know that's a government group. You know, it's not even actually like the head guy isn't even white. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, how ridiculous is this? We we all know that every time there's one of those crazy groups like that, it's a government driven group. Whenever they go back and study it, it turns out to be eight F or, you know, like three CIA or three FBI agents, three Homeland Security agents, two cops and a retarded kid. Like, you know, only one person was not being paid by the government and to manipulate yeah. that situation and be there. And that kid's dumb. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, Hmm. there's never actual normal citizens and normal people. Your neighbor is not taking part in these activities. And the same same thing with like, while I know uh, people that are homosexual and things like that, they are not taking part in these kind of activities. Hmm. They're like, they don't want nothing to do with it. And so it just seems like socially that they're getting ready to do something. And it's, I don't want to be on see either side. Cause obviously I obviously have no use for the, this crazy left uh, wing thing that they got going on right now. But on the same token, I don't want to go crazy right either. I think both sides are nuts. 
Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> You've got to take the, the 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 middle path, right? Um, and this is the thing, like when we when we, you know, when we say that things are, are positive or negative, good or bad, we charge them, right? Yep. So we we literally put that in charge of us, and this is what happens. And we see with the left, right? They believe all the propaganda, and they charge it as that's the truth. That's the truth, and then that thought literally becomes in charge of them and we see them running out in society yelling at people and trying to start fights because they're not in charge their thought is so yeah. if you go the middle path no one's in charge of you right you're you, you're just you're, you're just walking your path but see this is the thing ever you know if people wanted to go right wing oh yeah let's go puritan you know f the left and all those weirdos it, it's it can only stay there so long right before it swings back again 100 percent <laughs> it's a pendulum. That's all. So it's it's not going to fix anything, um, and and it all comes down with people trying to tell other people how to live their lives. Really, isn't it? You know, because yep. this is the thing. We can imagine that the Puritans had come in and they're like, "Yeah, okay, get your chickens back." And then, like a few years later, they're like, "Hang on, those chickens have sex, and kids really shouldn't see animals have sex. <laughs> so you can't have chickens anymore." You know, and then we're back to where we started. So, yeah, it, it's. It's the whole being in charge and people trying to tell people how to live their life that's the problem because, you know, that. And I mean, why do we let these people, these are the, like I said before, the smallest people, the dumbest people, the the people who, who know themselves the least and they always seem to be the ones telling everyone else what to do. Yeah. And they don't even know what they're doing. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, and, and we've been absolutely convinced that, well, A, that anarchy is the 1970s punk rock version of anarchy. Um, and, and then B, that a true uh, large uh, anarchy type society can't exist. When mm. tribal uh, Germany, you know, before it was split up into all these little countries, when it was just Germania and it was uh, basically all of Northern Europe. They were tribal and did not, uh, it was very anarchy driven. Every man's a free man. Every man yep. gets his own say. Um, mm. So it was an entirely uh, different type of system. And if you didn't want nothing to mm. do with what this group was saying, you're like, eh, screw you guys then. And nobody's going to come yeah. force you to do it. No, it's just like TV, you just change the channel. But this is what they've they've taught us is, and I remember I actually got into a big argument with my mum once just literally because I, I I said I'm an anarchist and it just holy crap, man. Um, but anarchy, you know, they, they want us to believe that anarchy is living without rules. It's right. not. It's living without rulers, is what it is. It's 100%. living without someone telling you how to live. It's so that's the difference. And and it, you can see the spelling they do, right? They just add an R, you know. Yeah. Um, but, but this, and then that's the whole thing again, right? People have put that in charge that, oh, it's, it definitely means without rules and people trying to kill each other. And then, so when you bring up that word, that take, that take, that thought is then in charge of that person. And you're no longer talking to that person. They're just ranting and raving that if you're an anarchist, do you want to kill everyone? And I was like, can I just explain to you what the meaning is? Well, no, you can't because I'm, um, you know, my thoughts were in charge of me. Yeah. So, so stop charging your thoughts is a big thing I'm on at the moment. Just things can just be interesting. Oh, that's in, We don't have to say that's good or bad. And we've been taught that when we have a question, we need to get an answer, right? The answer is more important than the question. That's not true. 
the question's much more important than the answer. And sometimes answers can take decades, lifetimes to come. Yeah. You know? So if we charge it as, oh, that has to be good or bad or that has to be this, then we've lost it, right? We can no longer learn. But if it's interesting, well, it's it sits there. And when you come across more information, it links up on you and then it becomes either more true or more false. And that's that's it, right? It's how we learn. Yep. It's not that hard. No, it, it's not. But again, you don't, I don't know if you have relatives like this, but there's so many of them when you even try to talk to them about the stuff like this, they're like, I just want to sit down and watch TV. Or when you try to explain to them what the TV's doing to them, you know, mm. I just want to enjoy, I just want to enjoy my program. You know, yeah. exactly. Like, like they even say it straight out. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and- <laughs> Remember, like when we were young, it used to be the idiot box, and don't sit too close to the idiot box, or your eyes will go square. Now yep. it's a smart TV, right? You betcha, you betcha. <laughs> and honestly, when I was a kid, we didn't even have that much time. Like it would, like even video games. That's the one that really gets me with the younger generations now. Like I'm from the Atari generation. Like I think I was like five, four, four or five when Atari oh, came out. The Atari Maybe twenty six hundred. Woo-hoo. Yeah, 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 and and sure that was in South Dakota in the middle of winter. If you had nothing else to do, that was a great thing. As mm. soon as the snow thawed, as soon as you could go outside, as soon as you could get away from an adult, the adults and go do anything outside of adult vision, it didn't matter if it was bad, good or bad. You just didn't want yeah. adults watching you. You didn't want them bothering mm. you. Like that's what you went and did. Uh, yeah. The idea of sitting in my in the house all day with other with adults was horrifying. Yep, yep, and that's another thing, right? Like there used to be, you know, one TV, even though that's too many. Um, but yeah. look at houses now. Apart from the fact there's a TV in every room, everyone's got one in their hand. Um, and, and so it's not this whole thing of I want to be a kid and get away from the adults. It's kind of, you know, they can do it by looking down, right? Like you said, when, when you were young, it was like if the TV was there, the kids didn't choose what was on the TV. That's for sure, right? No. You, you didn't get a choice. You were watching whatever mum or dad were watching. So the, the better choice was to get outside. And I used to, you know, run out at 8 in the morning and I wouldn't be back till 6 or 7 at night. And I was literally like 8 years old. Yep. Parents didn't care. Well, didn't have a bad thought. Oh, no, he'll be back in a few hours. Always came back. Yeah, um, he'll get hungry you know, sooner or later. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. You know, covered in dirt. You know, had the best day ever. Been building forts and all this, and yeah, and and that's just gone, right? That's just been replaced. And a big thing is, it, well, it's all fear, right? It's this thing of, and this is you know what they do, right? It's like there's all these predators out there, so you got to, you know, it's unsafe for your children. No, look, you know, let's put on the news every single time a child something bad happens. We'll put it on the news, and it's so unsafe, so. Keep your kids inside and look, now we have video games for them. Yeah, that's much better. Just keep them safe, keep them safe. And then in reality, the people telling us to do that are the predators. I mean, this 100%. is the that we live in, right? It's just insane. 100%. Well, then the other thing that's happened, like when I was a kid, I never heard of a kid getting kidnapped. Well, now that everything's moved to a national level, um, now we hear about these things, but we don't take it. We don't put into the thought that even if this happens, 
And it's not really even that often you see an Amber Alert. Like, but let's say it happens once a week. And a lot of times it's somebody's dad that didn't have custody or whatever, took the kids and ran out of state, whatever. Um, but uh, when it happens, everybody hears about it. And now it makes it more of a personal thing. And it seems like, you know, like, oh, geez, that just happened. That could be happening to our kids. I better put my kids. Go check on the kids, honey. Well, you know, we're in Aberdeen, South Dakota. What the hell's that got to do about with this kid that got kidnapped in L.A.? Like, L.A.'s mm. nuts. You yeah. know, and so when they nationalized this, it really made it appear like this happened so much more. But growing up, I didn't know anybody that, you know, we went out trick-or-treating uh, by ourselves. We did everything by ourselves. Nobody got kidnapped. Nobody got, you know, anything like mm. that. Uh, most yeah. adults, most people are good people. It, yeah. It's just the, the, you know, they might not be like driven. They might not want truth, but they're in general, they just want to be good people. And yeah, that's yeah. part of what draws them to the, the, the shit team because the shit team's the one telling them, Oh, you do what we say. You're good people. And exactly. they're like, okay, I just want to be good people. Yeah. Well, the left now is, is the evolution of the hippies, right? Literally, yeah. the ones who start off and they thought they're all about peace and love and we're here to save the earth and just be nice and we're, we're, you know, vegetarians and we're all about love. And that literally got changed over, you know, 40, 50 years into what we see now, right? These people's running around screaming at everyone. And, yeah. of course, you know, they're, they're the, tolerant, the tolerant left, right? Oh. <laughs> they run around telling everyone what to do. And, and that's literally, this is how they get them. It, start, it always starts off with, being a good person, right? You, you just, and, and, you know, we saw this with the whole, you know, masky mask thing. Um, do, do it to help everyone else, right? It doesn't matter about you. Do it. And people literally had photos. I've had the, you know, um, so so you can thank me later kind of thing, right? Because I'm yep. doing it for you. I'm doing it to help. Look how good I am. Oh, my God, I'm such a good person. Uh, and this is what it's, it's done. And then they, they, you know, walk them down this, this road and then these people don't even see it happening. And then suddenly they're a lunatic and they're yelling at everyone. No, you must do this. You must do this or, or the world's going to explode. Didn't you know? Yeah. All, all the yep. oceans are going to turn into fire. Um, yeah. You know, and, but, but it's not going to burn the mansions of, of the elites that are on the beach. It's going to miss them. But everyone <laughs> else is going under. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and this is one of the things I, I think just that entire uh, train of thought needs to stick with people that none of these people are doing it to be a bad person. Even the crazy psycho Karen screaming at you about a mask. She actually believes what she's saying. She's yeah. just crazy. And, and so, <laughs> you know, like she's not trying to, to be a bad person. It, she's trying to be a good person. And yes. that's where they really get people is, is, understanding the, the that most people really do just want to be good and yeah. that's like that the whole i'm not into i'm not christian and but the the whole road to hell was paved with good intentions is a very is a perfect saying you know yeah. that none of these people are are trying to do bad for us they're not like oh i like the way that mask makes you look like a slave and constricts your breathing and makes you uncomfortable <laughs> nobody says that no, no, yeah, exactly. And then they know that about us. 
you know, because, you know, well, my belief is, you know, these deletes, these people who wish to rule us, they're not us, that they're just not us. I mean, look yeah. at the way they act, right? They're just, that they're not us. But what they know about us is we are good. We do have hearts. We do just want to do the right thing. Um, but like you say, they can just be so manipulated, right? And so they can get people to the point where, where they literally believe that, and we're seeing it now, that if we're driving a car, say, with, with an internal combustion engine, that we're literally killing the, the planet and, and that, that, that we're, you know, and we don't care. And, and so they believe it. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's as much as we believe what we believe, other people believe their thoughts to the same extent. And this exactly. is the thing, you know, people think they can run out and just tell people, oh, what are you doing? This is the truth. Listen to me. And, and they think it's going to change their mind. But, we, you know, that, that person has got to their belief through their whole life. They're not just going to throw it away because you walk up and say, hey, man, you're wrong. And so this is, that's never going to work, right? And so the, that, this is what I sort of do is I just try and get people to ask questions like, oh, well, I don't know, you could be right, you could be wrong, but look at this. What, what do you think about that? Right, um, and, and leave it up to them. But but this whole, you know, I'm right and you're wrong. Uh, nah, it's it's. I mean, just imagine if someone walked up to you, you know, and we, and they probably have, right? No, you're wrong. Fauci's right. What are you doing? You're killing people. How dare yeah. you? I mean, how would you react? Would you go, oh, sorry, oh, you're right. What have I been doing? Oh my God, sorry. No, exactly. Of course, not. of course not. And we're expecting that reaction out of them, basically. Exactly. We're, we're expecting it out of them when, when obviously it's not going to, it wouldn't work on us. Why, why would it work on them? Mm. Like, why would it work? Yeah. This is the thing. We've got to bring everything back to ourselves because even though we're all different, we're all in our own little worlds and everything. Essentially we have the same operating system. Say, you know, like I said, we're all, you know, humans, we're all, you know, want to do the right thing and we want to be, you know, live nice lives in peace and, you know, raise children, all this stuff. Um, I forgot what's going there. Um, but um, but that, yeah, they just use that against us to manipulate us, basically. And 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 this is what we're doing. So we've just got to understand that that's 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 it, right? They're not us. That's what's happening here. And and this is the biggest thing, you know. People don't want to admit they're wrong, which is again why they won't change their mind. You know, it's like it's like I've got a you know a brother-in-law who has invested, and my dad's the same. Most people out there are the same. They've invested their whole lives in becoming something. Yeah. You know, and and it's even worse when you've got a degree and you're a a doctor or an engineer or whatever. You know, you've invested so much in becoming that. You're not going to turn around at 40 or 50 and go, oh, shit, I was wrong, right? And especially if you've got a career or a business you know what? You know what are you going to do? As at, at fifty, you go. Oh, sorry. Everything I've done in my whole career is wrong. Um, so and what? Then just what? Retire in in poverty. This is because this is the choice that people end up with, and this is by design as well, right? That, and we see it in the music industry all the time with with you know and acting and that they get these people and they give them all this stuff. And why do they do that? Because then they've got something to lose. Yep. Yep. One hundred percent. You're you're you are the last person that's going to stand up and speak out because you've got the most that's going to get taken from you. The penalty is going to be the highest. And and then also those celebrities are so uh, 
their lives are so scripted for them, you know? Mm. Um, like even when, even, uh, if you go to a small function that you're a speaker and things like that, in, you've got to be over here, here now, you've got to be over here. Now you got to go do this thing now. Um, well, their whole life is like that, not a day. Yeah. And yeah. So you see, I don't know if you've ever watched like congressional hearings in your country. I don't know if this happens. Um, but like in my country, because I do occasionally watch them just to kind of get a, a grasp, a grasp of what they think and how they operate and whatnot, what's going on. And it's shocking how often these world leaders uh, quote television. <laughs> yeah, right. Like they yeah. they have the the ability to get all the best information and actually have the real information. And this motherfucker's quoting TV. Mm. The same as yeah. any of us. Yeah. I know, right? It, it's madness. I, I started noticing that, oh gosh, probably 10 years ago, they started, yeah, quoting these this weird, you know, like TV people and videos. And it's like, what, what are you talking about? That's just all they're doing. That's just something that Reuters wrote, sent out to everyone, and you've just got it and you're rereading it. And, and yeah. this is another thing we're seeing at the moment is this, um, all this information, right, and all this um, content being put out that's not original. Like most of the content being put out on YouTube at the moment is literally people watching other people's content and commenting yes. on it. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? I mean, see, I've got like about four channels dedicated to me. It's like, oh, well, at least I'm supporting people, I guess. At least that's my tithing. But it's just mad, right? People, and so, and, and so what we're seeing is people think that their opinions are more important than the information. That's what, to me, that's what that whole thing is saying. It's not on the information. It's not on me researching and getting some new information and getting new questions asked. It's about my opinion and what I think about other people's information, which is that should mean nothing. Yeah. You know, it's like that, you know, that saying, right? Opinions are like buttholes. Everyone's got one and most of them don't smell that good. Exactly. When it, and this is why I always push so hard to go out and do the things like, you know, when I talk about so many things, I'm out there doing them. And, and I used to be better about putting up videos since I started doing the show. I don't put up as many uh, how to videos like you were talking about at the beginning. Uh, mm -hmm. I used to put up a lot of those. Um, yeah, I feel like I, I feel like I'm on that damn uh, Jim Carrey movie though. At some point, <laughs> like, you know, um, it just constantly on camera and it's already uh, Truman uh, show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and when I was making them, I didn't have now I've got my once a week show and then uh, I do the spiders, which is fantastic. But then, you know, it, also and I love doing all this. But then when you start also just all day recording things you're doing and stuff, eventually it's like, that's a bit weird. You know, I, I, I <laughs> have some of my own life. I know it gets like that. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing. And that's sort of what I'm going to be going into is, you know, I'm going to be working sort of three, four hours a day getting stuff done. So it's, it's, you know, it's cause it's a lot of work to get videos done and to get them up and get show. And, you know, once you record them, you know, then, then you've got bloody hours of editing, you know, you've got yeah. to do all this stuff. And, and so um, I definitely want to go that way, but this is, you know, and I definitely don't want to, you know, become a TikTok star and record my life and I'm doing this and I'm doing this, but, but I definitely want to, you know, just record like if I'm going to, 
you know, build something, you know, building a shed or whatever, things that are practical, I think, you know, we, we get, I think that's what people want, you know, is, is it's like how to build a house and they want something practical that, that shows them because there's so many videos as well. Like it's like, oh, I, I live in, um, you know, I've built a thing in, in the bush, you know, I built this hut underground, I built a hobbit house mm -hmm. and you watch them and you you, you can't learn how they built it, right? It's just all about looking nice and they always cook their little meal for you and, and I've got my little fireplace and it's like, I just want to know how you built that dude. How did you build it? Yeah, You know? And so, again, it's this fluffiness. So you know, I'd much rather watch a 10-minute video that just went bang, 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 bang. And I'm like, cool, thank you. Now I can go and do my work. But, no, they want you to sit down and for an hour, right, and watch them walk around and make their pretty little things and and it's it's i mean that's well, the I think we're you get paid more because you know an advertisement yeah. comes on every you know exactly many you can get more advertise yeah 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 that's definitely a part of it and and it's more like uh i think you know and this is the thing right people i think would rather would rather just sort of imagine and dream about oh, i want to move off grid oh, i'll watch it oh it looks wonderful oh that would be so nice only if you know they don't actually want to do it so so they're not actually looking for for the practical stuff they just want to sit down and imagine it go oh that would be so nice you bet and, and you it's, bet. A, it's a much smaller percentage who are like ah that's not how i build it show me how to build it i want to get out and build it you know that's a small percentage but i think you know the more people start doing that it's going to catch on right people will start seeing that it's a better it's a better lifestyle it's a better way to live it's better to build your own house and have no mortgage right 100 um, percent. That, that's and, the only thing that keeps us afloat i can't even imagine how people pay a mortgage like i don't live rich and it's like if i had to pay a mortgage i understand why they have to waste their entire life at work now mm. on the same token uh people have been conditioned that basically the other thing that they want to do is, is rather than uh, get out of the light here, get your big fat ass out the light <laughs> going old school today. I'm in the truck and fat heads in the light um, <laughs> is that they, they've been taught that you, you just buy things pre-made plug yes. and play. And uh, they want a plug and play off grid farm. And for yeah. starts, there's no such thing. Um, because it's all going to be tailored to how you do things because this is your system and you're the one that has to maintain it and run it and everything's got to be yours. So the way you do things isn't going to necessarily be the same as everybody else. Um, mm. but you're going to do it the way it functions for you. And, and it might not even be the best way, but it's your way. And that's yeah. the way your farm's going to have to be because nobody's going to come out like my mountain. Uh, Jared, when we first moved into the mount, onto the mountain, Jared, uh, uh, he actually, he came up to the mountain and spent some time. He uh, took out the oil pan on his car trying to leave. Uh, you know, uh, definitely not the car, wasn't a car for the mountain. Uh, <laughs> when he called, to get the car just to get a car towed out they're like uh yeah maybe if you go pull it down to this corner down here we could come pick it up some thursday or something someday if we have time 
Um, <laughs> like they are not coming to help you. Uh, yeah. There, there's a. Uh, I actually live on Murder Mountain, and there's a documentary about it. And even in the documentary, they talk about how a guy got shot on Main Street, and the cops didn't show up for three days. <clears throat> like, so, so if you if your plumbing quits or your water isn't pumping or your electricity goes out, nobody's coming. Nobody yeah. cares. Like the the they aren't showing up. So you have to learn how to do it. And that means you're doing it yourself. You need to figure out how to set that system up. <laughs> and it's perfectly yeah. okay. When when I started, I had a little shit Winnebago. Uh we showered outside. We literally went and hauled water from the creek in a 55 and filled a 55 gallon barrel. And I had a little recirculating heater propane heater and we'd recirculate the water in the barrel and then i'd just put you know take it out from recirculating and put it onto a little shower head and hold it over our heads you know and shower <laughs> and uh and we ended up building a 10 by 10 room and then we built another 10 by 10 room and made that into the kitchen and then we connected the two and yada yada and, and all of that was okay it's not comfortable all the time but every little upgrade that you make, it's so amazing in your life. When uh, mm. when we got a, a window in the kitchen, because originally it was just a wall. And when we got a window and my wife could stare out the window and have all the light when she's doing dishes and everything else. She's so happy for a month, just about a window, you know, mm. or when we got uh, indoor toilets so we didn't have to freeze our asses <laughs> off going outside to go pee, you know, and get wet. Like, that's just, uh, we still talk about it sometimes. Like, mm. th that that actually adds to your life when you go through those things and you build those things up and you don't just go buy the pre-made system. And, mm. and like I said, if you try to do that off-grid, you're going to find that you don't know how to run that system. And it's not going to work for you in a very short time. Mm. And that's the biggest thing. If, if you're off-grid, you need, yeah, you need to know how to fix everything. Yeah. And the best way to do that is, is to build it, right? You know how it works. Um, exactly. And this is, you know, getting back to the, you know, be a jack of all trades, you know, like you don't need to be an expert in everything, but, you know, if you know little bits about a lot of things, it's a much better way to, to go about it, you know. You know, a bit of, you don't need to be an engineer, but you can still know how to build a structure, right, that you can live in. And and when you do that, it's it's satisfying, right? Absolutely. I mean, I bet the first time you sat down inside your, your 10 by 10 first room with a roof, you were like, yeah, man, we did it. Look at this. We're living. And, you, you know, and you put that next to someone who's gone and sat in an office all day under fluorescent lights doing what they don't want to do, being berated by a boss, and they all they get to do is go home and sit in front of a, a TV that programs them, trying to tell them that their life is it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> your life's good, guys. Just buy this. Buy this. Yeah, then it's good. You know, that's, and that's why these people go insane because they're not satisfied that they can never sit down and go, yeah. Because I used to do gardening. I used to um, like have a lawn mowing round and even just mowing a lawn, right? You walk up and it looks crap and you, and you know, an hour later you're like, yeah, I did that. It's, you bet. You know, just little things like that. Just, they make you feel good. But going to an office job, when do, when does anyone get that? When, you know, when, do, if you're in a job job, when do you get that feeling? Like, yeah, I did a really good thing. Oh, that was awesome. It just does, it hardly exists. No. Know? 
you pushed around pieces of paper. That's, mm, exactly. You know. And you're just a cog in the machine. But And this is the problem. You're just a cog, so you never take anything to completion. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And it's like you never get to feel that, yeah, that thing, that, that feeling like you've actually done something, like you've built a home and you've built a, a this and a that. And, and then the other thing is once you've done it, you can teach other people, right? You can teach kids in this you can teach skills you can pass it on and this is how the world used to function you know yep. like apprentices used to be sons they used to just be the, the dad teaching the son what he knew right and then, then they'd change it right and they'd get you to send your bloody kid to someone else which is a bit nefarious um but this is this is the thing you know that they're, they're trying to specialize everyone in these little holes so that they don't so that they can't live off grid and build their own home and plant their own veggies and do all this stuff. They need everyone else to come and do it for them. And, and people want to pay someone and, you know, they, they get their house built, right. And they, they get, and they walk up and they're like, Oh, look what we did. I'm thinking you did nothing. You just, yep. you just took on a debt for the rest of your life. So you could feel good for a couple of months because, you know, after the, the initial, we've got a house goes, you know, goes and you're just paying the, the monthly mortgage it's not such a good deal anymore <laughs> no and, and it's really very amazing because it's like let's say you buy uh, a property for twenty thousand dollars which is not much money most people can come up with that in a fairly short duration yeah. now instead of paying rent at a thousand dollars a month you go and you get yourself a van and just set yourself up for roughing it for a month now, at the end of that month, you have $1,000. That's extra above and beyond what you had before for no apparent reason. Now you can invest that 1000 into uh, whatever makes your living a little bit better. Oh, I'm going to go get a, a, a little toilet set up and a little shower set up this month. And next month with my $1,000, I'm going to go buy some wood and set up an awning area over here and, and so on and so forth. And it, it's it's putting your money into something that's gonna be benefit you and is actually yeah. making your future easier. And that's a thing that I've always done that people just can't figure out. Like if I have a lump sum of money, I'm not gonna go blow it on something. I'm gonna go make sure that whatever I use it for, like uh one year uh when my wife and I first got together and she's like, uh I had like five grand and I spent almost all of it just out the gate. And she's like, why did you do that? Uh, you know, cause she thought that we should go spend it, you know, pay this, pay this. And then, uh, uh, you know, get a couple things, whatever. And I just used it to buy a water pump, a helical water pump. And this pump will run off of, I believe if I remember correctly, six volts all the way up to 600. So you can hook whatever solar panels on it. And this thing has a 400 foot head and we were like 250 feet up. So usually we would have to run a one horse pump to get any kind of water to fill our, our uh, reservoirs. Well, yeah. with this, anytime the sun was up, it was pumping. And all of a sudden I don't have to pay the gas to, you know, and during the summer in Northern California, it's a fucking desert. So yeah. if you want to grow things, I was pumping water uh, six to eight hours a day and having to pay for the gas to do that. Yeah. Well, that's a losing proposition real quick. So now instead, 
I don't pay anything and I have water every day because of this. And yeah, it cost me five grand that once, but now for the next however long, and I cost five grand because I bought a pump that has a lifetime warranty, basically, you know, it's, Mm. you know, top of the line. They use these things for uh, industrial features, things like that. Um, And now I don't have to, now my life's better since then. And that's one less bill because at Mm. the end of the day, uh, if you have less bills, you have more money. Having yes. $10 to your name and no bills, you, you're you doing better than most people by far. It, this is the thing. If you don't have debt and, and you've got, you know, a thousand bucks in the bank and a car, you're, you're richer than most people. And and people yeah. don't get, they don't get this. They, they look at the, the, the perceived assets, which these people don't own those assets. They don't own their houses. The banks own them. Um. And so you can put, you know, your money into your future or into the future of someone else, can't you? But but people are always focused on, I need to earn more money, I need to earn more money. But they 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 seem to miss, I could spend more. Maybe I could I could have less expenses, you know, and that would actually give me the same result, right? But no, they're always like, yep. oh no, it's gonna be more, gotta be more, gotta be more. But yeah, this is the thing, right? If we, if we invest into good things and like you said, like quality things at last then that's done. That's a job that's done. You know, you don't have to worry about your water now. It's done, right? Yep. You can focus on something else. And and this is, and the other thing is people want everything now, right? The whole credit card society thing. I want it and I want it now. And, and so they want a house and so they want the perfect house. They want their first house to be, you know, four bedrooms with three bathrooms and, you know, rah, 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 rah. And, and, you know, people don't, don't want to go out and build something, you know, like you, you know, they don't want to start off in a, a tent or a van and then build a house and then build onto it and, and actually create something over time. But because that's the natural evolution, right? When you start out and you're single, you don't need as much. Then you get a partner. Okay. You need something bigger. Then you might have kids. You, you need something bigger. And so as you go along, you're building things and, and you're getting bigger, right? And it's all there at the right time. But no, we get these, <laughs> these kids who are single or, you know, a couple with no kids and they go out and they buy a five six hundred thousand dollar house all on credit, and then then that you know two years later they realise oh we have to work forty years just to pay for this house which is no longer new by the way and we, we probably want to renovate you know <laughs> redecorate it and yeah. this is trap it's just a complete trap you know keeping up with the Joneses and everyone everyone's it's it's the weirdest thing right everyone's sitting there going I don't have enough money bills are too expensive oh my god house payments are going up ah oh. And then, but then they look next door and they go, oh, but, you know, they're obviously doing so well. You know, we think that everyone's doing, doesn't, you know, that everyone's sort of just got their house and their cars and they're just paying yeah. and they're having this wonderful Not life. Not realizing it's a facade. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But everyone's doing just what you're doing, you know, because you're not walking out going, oh, my bloody bills came in again. Oh, I'm about to lose a house. You're like, oh, yeah, man, my house is great. Oh, we want to do this. Oh, we want to go on a, you know, the facade, right? Um and so this is the thing. Everyone's just walking around pretending there's someone else. And then we're all believing each other's stories. But the truth yeah. is everyone's struggling and no one likes it. But but we're all pretending we do. And that's kind of one of the biggest problems, right? Because it means we never get to that question of why are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> just as a society, just stop. Why? <laughs> stop. What are we doing? I, let's, let's have a conversation about this. Come on. Yeah. Don't like this game. It sucks. Let's play a different game. <laughs> exactly, right? 
Hey, I need to run to the toilet quickly. I'll be back in one minute. Not a problem, brother. Cheers. So this week we did not uh, cut the show in half and switch to Roxon. Um, and then obviously uh, we had the uh, end of the year holidays, so we haven't been on uh, toward the end of the year there. Um, but we've got uh, a lot lined up for this year. Uh, I'm so excited for the next three months. We, we've got so much lined up going on. Uh, Rockfin has changed their platform a little bit. They have uh, upped their uh, overall price to $15 to have access to all subscriptions. But now they also have added a secondary option of for $5, you can just have an individual subscription if you want. Um, rather than accessing all the premium content so they're switching that up a little bit um other than that that's that's all good to go um uh, we're gonna have uh, amanda volmer coming up uh matt powers uh i got a new guy that uh i had met a number of years ago and i'm so happy that i was able to get in contact with him and uh get his information so this gentleman's name is uh uh dr weissman and uh he uh was emoto's personal doctor when emoto was sick at the very end before he passed away this was his personal doctor so what his uh specialty was is is uh understanding that you're 80% water, you're mostly the same components. So the information that carries that Emoto was showing this same concept carries over to the human body and that these same things are going to have effects on you. So he's agreed to come in and uh, have a chat. We're super excited about that. Uh, Infinite love and gratitude is the name of his book. Uh, I met him at a conference uh, where I was uh, selling crystals 10 years ago, maybe, something like that. Um, super awesome guy. I'm really excited to get his information out there and have a chat about that. Uh, Amanda wants to talk about pleomorphism, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, it's such a just interesting uh, subject entirely. Uh when you look at pleomorphism and what that basically is, is uh, the same compound being structured differently. And uh, when it's structured differently, it has different effects. And so that's absolutely fascinating. Um, I, I, that really fits in with a lot of, what are you doing here? You meathead? Are you stuck? What are you doing? The old vehicle, the old vehicle interviews back doing the old vehicle shows. Um, so depending on which structure it is, it has a lot of difference. And I, I think this segues into a lot with Matt Powers work where uh, also depending on where he talks about, like depending on the way the, the plant is or your, your human biome, when uh, you receive external DNA, external information, uh, 
what that's going to do in your body is then programmed by your body. So the basic, uh, particles are still the same, but you've changed it. And now it does a different job. Um, so this is absolutely fascinating stuff. And uh, I'm excited to be doing that. Uh, Rachel is uh, just about done with her uh, moving after the wedding. So we're going to have uh, Rachel back on and continue on with our uh, Havamal and uh, the Eddas and then move on to some other things. But uh, super excited and welcome back, Campbell. Thank you. Wow. What's this? Our regenerative future. Yeah. Another, another, oh, okay. Matt Powers. This on is uh, Matt Powers. He's got this. Uh, he's putting this together. Um, so this gentleman is just absolutely amazing. If you haven't watched him, Campbell, I highly suggest it. Uh, yeah, I have heard the name, but I'll have to check him out again. He's doing what he calls citizen science. And he's putting together a consortium of people. And what he does now is, is at this point, I originally uh, started following him about 10 years ago when he was just doing permaculture and yeah. teaching it. And I actually used his permaculture courses to uh, homeschool my children. Nice. And uh, so now what they're putting together, and you can see this is a whole bunch of different talks. You saw fungi, mycelium, permaculture, you name it. Um, but what he, Matt's uh, specializing in is uh, microscopy. Ugh, I, I cannot ever say that fucking word. My, micros microscopy, yeah, is that it? <laughs> that one. Um, and so he's actually watching these things as they're interacting under a microscope. Yeah. And uh, it's just absolutely stunning some of the information that's coming out and just the way things work. And then when mm. you go as above, so below – you can pull that into this works with us too. So all of these speakers are going to be speaking on regenerative. Um, that's why the R future regenerative farming. So it's not just permaculture. It's uh, understanding all of your uh, composting, understanding the way these different components are working together. Um, like some of the things that they found, like one of the coolest things is thermophiles which unless you're looking at it under a microscope, this little thing will pop in just when the conditions are right, just appears. It does its little job and then it disappears and Whoa. it's gone. There's not even a carcass. Wow. Like, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> nice. So, you know, and so it's, uh, and again, and, and see, this is what they're killing, right? With all this disinfectant and stuff that people are putting on, they're killing all the, the microorganisms and, and stopping us function properly. Yeah. And and with all the food and that, you know, they're spraying it and they're bloody washing it all. And it, it's all the interaction in the, in the microscopic world that we need. That's what keeps everything going. Yes. And that's what changes the forms. Like, uh, like you take a simple plant that's called the nitrogen fixer, where you can yeah. have a ton of nitrogen around, but without this plant to fix it and, and change the nitrogen, it's not accessible to other plants. And yes. this goes so much deeper than we have any understanding of, because we've so, yeah. like you said, we've so destroyed the biome that basically we don't eat, there's steps in there that are, uh, 
it, it's similar to like that hundred year old sourdough starter. Why that starter tastes so much different and more amazing. Grandma's bread was the best bread you've ever eaten. And it, you know, you'll never have, it's because there's, there's a richness to that because that biome has functioned together so long. People used to leave dough to rise, man. Yeah. Right. Oh so man. This, you gotta let it happen probably. Yeah, now we just get this mass produced crap. But um this is the, the farm I'm moving to, they're actually um they've actually got Jeff Launton as one of he's basically helping them out with the permaculture. Oh, that's beautiful. So, so I'm going to be learning a lot. Lots there. So I couldn't believe it. I was walking in the in the room one day, and and um, someone was like, "Oh, my headphones aren't, aren't working. Can you have a look at it?" And I look at the computer, and Jeff Lawton's there, going, "Hello!" And I'm like, "Oh my god!" If you don't know who he is, everyone, he's like a, a, a um, permaculture, um, one of the big big dudes in the yep. permaculture. Basically taught by um by the founder, whose name I've just forgotten. Doesn't does does he also do a talks on is is he also working with Ormus in the soil? I'm not sure. I'll have to look into it. Probably he's very he, he's very into it. He he's his wife I think is actually Middle Eastern and he spent about ten years um, out near the Dead Sea regenerating it. Basically, oh, picked wow. up the worst land you could find anywhere and went out and regenerated it. And now all the people living out there they're all growing their own food and stuff and. So he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's definitely in. And so this is the thing when you're rebuilding land like that, it's all about, you know, what's in the soil, right? The microorganisms yep. and stuff like Ormus and all this kind of stuff. You've got to bring the, the soil back to life. And um, so is Ormus, is that, have you heard of, um, is it, is it Terra, Terra Prater? It sounds it? familiar, but I'm not. They, they found it in the Amazon, and, and what they were finding were these pits of this really dark, really fertile soil, and, and they couldn't work out what it was. And then they worked out that the tribes there would burn these fires, and they'd basically make a big fire, and then they'd cover it in, in dirt, and they'd mm -hmm. just let it burn out and burn out, and it would just burn and and bio, down and, so biochar basically biochar uh, basically biochar. yeah is what it was creating yeah yeah and that was going into the soil and they were just getting the best you know productive soil you know around basically and they were just using that to grow their crops so you know we have all these these things that we can do to regenerate everything right we've got all yeah it's like i say it a lot we've got all the answers we've, we've actually got them already all the answers we just need to go and implement them exactly exactly and that's the hard part. <laughs> you know, Get off the couch. An answer is entirely different than implementing. <laughs> then we get back to that problem of telling people what to do, right? Exactly. But well, um, I mean, this is, I think if you do it, you know, show by example, right? Just do it and try and motivate people by what you do. And uh, I think that's the best we can do. It's the only way. You cannot. That's the whole thing people, the people doing just the talking will never get is you can't feed people out of an empty field. And if mm. you are not doing what you're saying, that's what you're doing. You're trying to feed them out of an empty field. You're not living off of that. You're not living the life you're preaching. And so yeah. how are you going to help anybody else when you still haven't even done it yourself? 
Exactly. And, and how many, you know, like, you know, self-help sort of, you know, people and gurus are out there with exactly like that, right? They've never done anything. And, yeah. and it's you know, the whole self-help movement. Um, I mean, we've got to have a, you know, if, if you're still into that, I, I'd suggest you have a good look at what's really going on there because what happened with that is where it started. It started basically, you know, with, with how do you make more money, right? <laughs> that, you know, mm-hmm. Get a better lifestyle, make more money. How do you become more successful? But, but, but the way it was taught is people actually were successful. They went out and for 20 years they built companies and they made success and people started asking them, how did you do it? Come and talk to us. And that's how this self-help started by people who, who had done it. And so they were teaching them. And then we got to this point in the 80s where, where someone went, oh, I wonder if I could just make money off selling the books and I'll actually be successful by telling people how to be successful, even though I've never been successful. Yeah. And, and and that's where we are now. People just get a bit, you know, they haven't done anything and they're out there telling people what to do. And, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's a something that I, you know, sort of struggle with quite a bit is, you know, you don't want to be out there telling people stuff if you haven't done it, if you don't know it's, it's, it's doable, right? Especially when yep. it comes to success and self-help and thoughts and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, and you see it heaps in it now. I can't believe the ads I see on on YouTube. It's just ridiculous. Uh, you know, it's like, give me a thousand dollars, and my team will will just give you five grand a day, and that's it. You bet. And, and people obviously are believing it because the ads are still playing, right? They're obviously making their money. Um, but it's the same. It's the exact same thing. It's didn't that that big fellow that's in the all hot in the news right now wasn't he doing that whole self-help shit too he's got a a site that's like the i don't know it's called you know the alpha man site or something and it's um there's five grand to join it and i've seen a few reviews on it yeah yeah and and i i'm sure there's a monthly after that and um apparently it's 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 just um chat rooms like literally I've seen people who've joined it to review it and they go, Oh, you go in and there's like a chat room on social media. There's a chat room on starting a business and you just go in and talk to people and that's it. Right. And <laughs> so, so there's nothing there. So, so the people you're talking to, you don't even know if they're successful, right? You're just talking to some, you don't get to talk to Andrew Tate. Like this dude actually, <laughs> he actually booked a private call with him because you can book a private call and, and it was like three grand or something and he booked it and he got stood up twice like Tate just didn't turn up wow wow and, and did, did you know how many cars he's got like you know that Greta thing did you see that where he came out and he's like oh I've got all these cars Greta and I'm pumping CO2 yeah 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 you know, did you see how many cars he had uh uh-uh. uh 33 Oh, of course. <laughs> Apart oh, from who the hell has 33 cars, I mean, yeah, 33, right? I mean, it's like that they tell us. <laughs> yeah, not 34, not 35, 33. Sure. 33. Sure. Be, man. And, and this guy, like, who is he? Where'd he come from? Everyone just kind of goes, oh, I, I had no idea he existed a year ago, but now clearly he's a successful multi-millionaire. I will listen to what he says. If you look into it, all his money comes from his granddad. He got given everything, man. He hasn't done Wow. Anything. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Alpha it's man. Same old story. Same old story. Same as Elon. And, and you know, we're talking about Elon. How do you become the richest man in the world? 
what from Tesla, he sold pay, um, what he sold was via PayPal a while ago, but Tesla, and I know he's got SpaceX, but that's not make clearly that that's not making money unless you're getting paid by the government. But right. they want to believe that he's making more money than, than companies like Toyota. Right. I mean, yeah, like, like Tesla batteries are that popular. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, what? they they're garbage. It's garbage tech for it's, starts. I try telling people that uh, it, it's not good tech. What it's made for is people that live in the city to try and uh, not pay the during the day prices for electricity. Because like if you live in a major city like like L.A., uh, you're paying a substantial amount more from say seven o'clock to four o'clock and then it's a different price from four to two in the morning or whatever and from two in the morning to seven that's when you fill up off the grid of course from the grid of course your tesla battery and then it depletes during the day because uh uh that type of battery um the lithium the lithium batteries those are meant to be fully charged and fully depleted. It's not meant to work like my off-grid solar setup where every day I'm getting, you know, a charge throughout the day. It's taking 12 hours or 16 hours to charge or whatever. And then overnight I'm losing power and it's up, down, up, down. It's not fully deplete, fully fill, fully deplete, fully fill, which is yeah. the way lithium batteries are meant to be ran. Mm. And I mean, lithium, this is the other thing like we were talking about that they get everyone to do it, you know, telling them that it's the right thing to do, you know, like, oh, no emissions, you know, you're saving the planet. But then they negate to tell them that, you know, where all this cobalt's coming from. Yeah. And lithium, right? And who's mining it? <laughs> yeah. Like, and then they're all out there against, against the slave trade as well with their Tesla. It's like, um, you understand that by buying that, you're supporting the slave trade, right? What? What? <laughs> it's crazy. Well, when all you're trying to do is uh, virtue signal, you don't need to put that deep a thought into it. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly. Like um, one of the, I think it was Alyssa Milano, one of the Hollywood woke people. Yeah. Um, is now they all hate uh, Elon, right? Because of Twitter. Yeah. Yep. She's like, I'm selling my Tesla and I'm buying an, an electric Volkswagen. And literally, this is what she wrote in social media. I'm getting a Volkswagen because Elon is Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, just, it was just amazing. The kickback that came from that and people are like, yeah. So you understand who started Volkswagen, do you, or what? <laughs> like, oh, my my buddy Steve Poikinen, he's the host of Slow News Days. He has a, his, one of his taglines is, uh, uh irony died in 9-11 that's that's the way she's feeling anyway she does not feel irony at all (laughs) no 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 self-awareness none of these people do because it's it's all about signaling it's all this facade right i am this person look at me but but they're not they just it's all this you know oh it's so sad right like all these people that people look up to i was thinking about it the other day right we call them stars right and we've got the you know the, the hollywood walk of fame with the stars on it yep and, um and you know where does this reference star come from because when we look up in the sky we don't see a five-pointed 
start. Right? That, we don't see that. And and um, what we do get, though, is from the Bible, we get that Lucifer was the morning star. Well, that's really one of the only references to star in the Bible. And it's it's a big title, all these stars, right? Like this is, right. I think, what we're starting to see is they are the fallen angels. It's it's like at the start of, um, is it Panama Pictures where you where you see the uh, Yeah, Panama, they got the like, stars go around the mountain. The stars come around, yeah. And, and yeah. when you count the stars... I think it's 24, but it's the same amount as as the fallen angels that are mentioned in the book of Enoch. And of course, the paramount is it says that they came down to the highest mount. So that you know, who are we dealing with here? Right? Like I said, it's, they're not us. And, and that's so, fascinating. Because mm. then also when you look at the uh, astral, because for me, usually the 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 fallen angels are usually represented uh, by the wandering stars um because yep. they're not dancing in order with the ah, fixed stars okay. yep and so including the sun the sun itself is a wandering star and lucifer as far as i'm concerned it, it, according to their cosmology now yeah, 24 yeah, yeah. is fascinating because so for me you know it's it's a sky clock and when you look at the uh clock the astrological clock in prague that has 24 slots not 12 yeah and then you look at military time where it's just 2400 that's mm. fascinating isn't it mm. well it's always a pleasure to talk to you my friend yeah it's been fun yes thank you Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I always look forward to talking to you and I trying to get Bernie on. Bernie and I have been trying on and off and <laughs> we have such hectic schedules. And then, you know, cause I'm off grid, I, I kind of live by the sun. So I'm usually in bed and then, you know, it's only on odd nights that I can, I, you know, I see you guys on and I'm like, Oh, Hey, I, you know, jump in. Oh. Yeah, no, we we definitely love to get you on an, an uh, autodidactic alchemist and get into some alchemy and free energy tech and everything. So let me know when you're free and we'll definitely try and hook that one up. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, everybody, please definitely go check out Campbell's channel, um, Autodidactic. It, it, it's phenomenal. Like I said, there's there's some of the ones, that one that you just had recently with that lady who was... Uh, doing the crystals and the shapes. I can't think of her name and the different energy, the energy they're producing according to shapes. Yeah. Was that Michelle? Was that that one? I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. It was yeah, absolutely yeah. fantastic. I think, I think that was called how to play the game or something, but yeah. That there, one was great. That's, that's the thing. When you make all that, God, when you start producing all this content, you can't remember what you've been doing <laughs> oh i know oh, it. are they my videos wow that looks interesting <laughs> <laughs> Should <watch> exactly that. <laughs> that's it yeah you just get so overwhelmed with stuff you know people don't people don't realize that part that's part of where i that's part of way at the holidays there i had to take a little break i was just overdone i was like Me, wow oh, i just died for two weeks it was just uh oh, yeah my buddy was just like nah 
you're taking time off. My brain was like, no, keep working. And my body's like, nah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like you get caught on that hamster wheel. You can't stop going, you know? Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is what we all need to do, right? Take a break every now and again. Stop and smell the roses. And You bet. Yeah. You bet. But, uh, yeah, everybody go check out uh, Campbell's stuff. We can Thank you so much for coming on, brother. You're, you're, you're always just a pleasure to talk to. And everybody go check out uh, Matt uh, Powers. We're going to have Matt on in a few weeks, but uh, check out uh, his project that he's got going on, his regenerative uh, future project, because uh, we're going to miss that for his show. But I want to go ahead and have everybody go ahead and take a look at that. Um, absolutely sure. phenomenal. And uh, keep checking out guys that are doing good work like this. Uh, yeah. Just oh, great. And I can see LC Kings in the chat. And I'll, Lucas! I'll, I'll to contact. Send, me, send me an email, Lucas. We've been we've sort of tried to hook up a few times. It's just never happened, but we'd love to get him on Auto uh, Didactic Alchemist too. Absolutely. Lucas one, Lucas, one of my best friends. Him and I talk all the time. You definitely need oh, to have cool. Lucas on. He just did a Crow. Oh. He just did Crow, recorded with Crow yesterday. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, yeah. So awesome. Well, send me an email. And then um, on Friday, guys, on my channel and Paul Cook and um, Crypto Alchemist, we're going to go through how to make colloidal silver. So come and check it out. That's fantastic. I'm super excited to see how you do that. Because um, I've seen a lot of videos around recently where people are basically just using two pieces of silver as electrodes and then putting that in water. And then uh, the so it then it's releasing a sludge mm. or an ion. They're calling that colloidal silver, but basically what you're doing is electrolysis on the water at that point is yeah. what I don't understand. So you're doing electrolysis on the water, but then, okay, so uh, James from Family Fungi, he was doing it and sent me a video, and uh, uh, it coated the entire inside of the mason jar he was doing it in, in a silver sludge. And this yeah. was already a question that I had because uh, when you run an electrolysis machine, it develops sludge. And that sludge is usually an iron type sludge, but your mm. electrodes are iron. And so yeah. it's, and the big thing is, do you know who George Weissman is? No, it sounds familiar. He, he invented the AquaCure, um, and then he's got a whole bunch of free energy stuff that he works on. Uh, brilliant man. Uh, yeah. But so he invented the AquaCure, which is basically an uh, electrolysis machine for human use, uh, for breathing and whatnot. Okay. Um, so George, for three years, collected the sludge that was being filtered out of this, elect out of this electrolysis machine. Mm. And after three years, came up with 19 pounds of this sludge and went in and had yeah. it tested. And it was the same basic particles as was the uh, electrodes. But the electrodes did not deteriorate. There was, yeah, Bernie talks about this. Yeah. How he's literally got this stuff that's been created from nothing, like all this right. material. Well, yeah. So, uh then I then my next question immediately was if I change the electrodes to a different metal, will that corresponding sludge be <laughs> with that metal? So Turn then them James to gold. from Family Fungi sends me this uh 
video of him trying to make colloidal silver and doing it in this way. Cause I mean, it's other videos on YouTube that are showing this. And I'm like, that's not making colloidal silver. That's just doing water electrolysis. Yeah, but it sounds more like a battery. Right. Right. But it coated the inside with a silver sludge. And so with you use silver electrodes, absolutely fascinating on that so yeah, i'm i'm super like, fascinated how you guys do the uh uh do this i can't wait to see you and bernie do this um yeah, yeah. everybody oh, go yeah. ahead and go check that out uh yeah, i'm i'm 100 percent positive bernie's going to be doing it right and not water electrolysis yes um, we hope so. yeah, no, he's only got one cord as far as i know and he, he he's definitely um had a sip on on live tv and he's still ticking so <laughs> he knows what he's doing <laughs> so yeah everybody go check that out i will i will be there if i can um if the weather allows i'm not sure if i'm gonna move into a boat soon or not <laughs> oh. just On because of my place you saw it like oh, it, okay. it's, it's still not stopped it's been yeah, raining it's like changed, that since noah <laughs> yeah my wife already said i was the heathen noah only she thinks i need like 10 of every animal instead of two Oh, okay. What well, makes sense? <laughs> <laughs> Better breeding odds. Yeah, yeah. got to keep up that. Uh, got to keep up those little uh, little changes. Yeah, well, when you think about it, two of each one is not very good planning, is it? So one no. accident, you lose a whole species, man. Gosh. Exactly, and and then like you know, yeah. So, <laughs> but anyways, I will definitely catch you on Friday, brother. Thank you so awesome. much, Thank and you. we love you all. Awesome. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Ben.